Hey girl, hey, welcome to the Gold Girl Unlimited podcast, the personal development podcast designed to empower women like you to be, do, and have all the good you desire. I'm your co-host, Kenya Halliburton, and I'm here with the lovely... Hey girl, hey, it's Beverly Jones Durr here, girl who do everything. <laughs> right, don't we all, right? Uh, yes. Um, So we are here to talk to you all today. Our goal-inspired topic today is how to create your own support circle. Mm -hmm. And this is so important. I mean, Bev, this is why me and you created Goal Girl in the first place. Yes. Is because we need... We need our sisterhood. and But there's a, a very specific way that we need to, to go about it because there's some, some landmines to look out for that can kind of, you know, not actually help you <laughs> um, yes. and have the sister circles. But really quick, I, I want to say that this topic was inspired by a post that you did a few weeks ago um, in one of our groups. And you talked about your goal for that week and you were, you said that you wanted to create your own table. Yes. What was going on for you that made you decide like that was something that you were going to put out there that put that energy out there? I was in the process of rebranding, um, changing the priorities of the two businesses that I manage. And I realized that chaos was part of it that I had people, I was sitting at tables with people who were really not supportive of my dreams or my vision and actually did not have any empathy enough to put themselves in my position and offer me any support, which was chaotic to me. When I realized that was happening, I had like a brain freeze moment where I just had to sit down and just breathe for a few minutes because it was the main reason I believe that my businesses were not actually growing to the level that I wanted them to. So I decided since all the tables that I was sitting at were not necessarily for me, I was going to build my own table. And this time I was going to be more direct and more specific in who I allowed to sit at my table. Mm-hmm. That's so good. I, I was reminded of that quote by our goal guy. We, we do quote guys on Goal Girl. Um, <laughs> yeah, they uh, say some good stuff sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> um, this guy by a uh, goal guy, Jim Rohn, we know, we a lot of us know of him. He said, mm-hmm. uh, you are the average of the top five people you spend the most time with. And like you, I had an epiphany similar to that a few weeks ago. Um, probably right at the same time that you made that post where I was feeling resistance and stuckness um, to a degree in what I was trying to accomplish. Like, you know, you have that, that moment in your life or business where you've done a lot of work, so you're not where you were and you're not where you want to be. You're in the gap in the middle. And I was filling that gap and I was like, I've been in this gap for longer than I would have liked to. What do I need to do to get out of this gap? And it just, I just, I don't know if I, if somebody said it or, or how, or maybe it just kind of came in a divine download um, or maybe it was your, your post that sparked it. But I just started thinking like, who are my, who are the people that I, I speak with the most? And the thing is, I know you are the same. You, 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 you 
are always surrounded by pretty much like-minded people, like people who, you know, women who are ultimately saying, at least saying, or at least moving in some way as if they want something more, want to be better or do better. And that's the same for me, but I thought, okay, sometimes you have to reach, sometimes it's just time for you to change rooms. Not that you're leaving people behind, but you have to, it's time for you to be, fill your circle with people who are further ahead of you or who can teach you or, you know, rooms where you feel a little bit uncomfortable so that you can grow. And I know that's what it was for me. Yeah. It's, it's sort of the same way for me because uh, like I said, when I turn around and I, I, look, I like, I'm a giving person and I give to, I give to the, to the degree that my cup is empty. Crazy. I know you can't really serve anybody with an empty cup, but if I see someone who needs something that I know I have, I'm going to share it be it the intellectual information or business information or just some motivating thoughts or something. I just simply cannot walk away from that individual. I believe that the, that the devil knows that too. And he sends these people in my path to distract me because he knows how hard it is for me to turn my back away from someone who has a need. I've got to learn how to manage that because I actually had people sitting at my table that were similar to that. They were building, but they needed. And I, it wasn't a win-win situation anymore. I was giving and they were receiving and I was being depleted. Yes. And that's hard to be able to analyze and, and figure out how you're supposed to get, how do you get over that? I still am not at the point where I can turn my back on somebody who needs something that I have, because I believe I have it because I'm supposed to share it. That's going to have to be God's work because I know I cannot handle that. So I have tagged Jesus mm-hmm. and I have asked him to handle that part of that. Me, I have to use my intellectual knowledge in order to separate from the emotional part of myself as I build this table and I create chairs for people to sit in. And then I also delegate those individuals who will be sitting in that chair. Now that sounds a little deep, but that's literally what I in my brain, I see myself doing, build the table first, meaning you need to know what it is that you're about, know what it is that your vision is, know where you want to go with your mission and nothing that, anything that conflicts that cannot be at that table. You got to know you first Mm -hmm. before you can build a table. And then you got to be strategic with the individuals that come to sit down. They definitely have to be in places where you aren't but want to go. They definitely have to be people who touch base with you on a regular basis, are respectful of your dreams and ideas and feelings. And also they have a tendency to give little small gifts here and there, little diamonds that they'll drop from what they've learned. These are the people that should be at your table because they've been where you are right now. And even if you put someone at your table that is identical to you, that person still has a responsibility. They still have to be reaching just like you, on the same level, just like you. Because if they're not, they're not ready to sit at your table. Right. And I think what you said is important about 
being intentional and really just being present about who's sitting there. Because like you said, I think it can be hard, especially if you you've traveled, traveled a journey with someone and then they kind of, you know, they get they get stopped at a detour or a truck stop where they, they're having to fill up or they're having to, you know, kind of work through some things and you're kind of moving ahead, but y'all still traveling together. Y'all still eating at the table together. Uh, I'm gonna get lost in this metaphor in a minute, but, <laughs> but, you know, like, I think you're right. Like as women, we have this thing where we just like, oh, you're my friend and you supported me and, and we've been through a lot together. Yeah. Um, but I think it's okay for us to, and I'm learning this, is to allow people the opportunity to traverse their own journey and you allow yourself and give yourself permission to traverse your own journey. And so mm-hmm. at some points, I think, we we always want to be like together 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 but there are seasons for all of us and we're not even though we have similar goals and and our goal is to go up and you know achieve things in life and we have that in common the path to getting there is going to look different for all of us and sometimes we can walk side by side and sometimes we have to, you know, somebody going to get on the bus and you're going to get on the plane or somebody going to drive their car. You know, I hope y'all follow me, you know, my metaphors, I get real. <laughs> but yeah, you know, and I think you're right. Like, I, and thank you for being vulnerable about your own challenges with being able to see and even acknowledge because we do, we do. I do find myself feeling like, you know, you want to, you want people to go with you but they may not be ready. Right, right. Or you may not be ready. In order to earn a place at the table, a seat at the table, there's some actions, there's some things that they really need to be doing, you need to be seeing. Because sometimes you might have to ask an individual to leave the table to make space for someone who is really working it. If you don't do that, and I know it's hard because I've not done it yet, but if you don't do that, you run the risk of contaminating the other individuals at the table. Mm. And then all you got is a little wobbly table that needs to be fixed. <laughs> right. So it's, it's one-sided. It's not balanced at all. It, th- this level, this level is a hard lesson for me to learn and accept because you gotta, you gotta cut certain people off. And not because you don't like them, but because they're not ready for where you are. It's overwhelming for them where you are. And you have to be the one to say, maybe you need to back away and do something else or go take this training. And then when you're ready, come back. Because they're never going to say that to you. They're going to hang on. You have to be the one. And as a leader at that level, when you are a CEO of your own business, you have got to put that into play. You're the one who's keeping the table balanced. And when someone isn't functioning as they ought to be at that level, you're gonna have to tell them you need to go back down to the level before mm-hmm. and regroup because you didn't pick up all the tools that you needed when you were there before. Mm-hmm. And then when you're ready, you can come on back up to our table because we're talking about stuff and discussing stuff that you have no background on. And so you're not gonna be successful because you don't know anything about the content that we're sharing with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's so powerful. 
um, to empower each other to do what we have to do. I think, um, and the thing we talked about this with Go Girl, you know, I think a lot of times when we do women's empowerment things, um, we, and I think it's all good to kind of be in the, the feel good, you know, power up girl, you can do this girl mode. Um, but there are moments where we need tough love. There are moments mm-hmm. when you need the the cold, hard, painful truth, not, you know, no one disrespecting you, but honey child, you've been talking about doing this thing for X amount of years. And all, all it takes for you is to schedule an hour in your schedule to get this thing done. But we mm-hmm. continue to convene and have these same, you know, roundabout conversations about this same pain point that you haven't decided to take action on. And if you are somebody who's superseded that point of kind of self-sabotage and you see somebody that you know is brilliant, but they're not taking that action because you've been there before, you're not there anymore, but you've been there before. It it can be really challenging because it's like, oh, friend, like, oh, and you can preach and you can teach and you can coddle somebody to the ends of the earth, but they're not going to move or take action until they see what they need to see or they get the breakthrough that they need to get in order to say, oh, oh, I can just, I'm just going to schedule this hour and I'm going to make sure that I do this. And then they get past that, but that's not for you to do for them. You may just be a seed in that person's life and you just leave that seed and let them, let them grow. And like you said, at some point, maybe they will follow you, you know, maybe they will, you know, get y'all will meet back up along the path Mm -hmm. or maybe your paths will diverge. That's not up to you, but I think we do have to, you know, in a sense, kind of learn how to let go and live and let live. Um, And I wanted to ask you, because you talked about you, you talked about leadership, you know, being a leader um, and you are that in what you do. I am that in what I do. And I think there's levels to this, there's different levels, different tables you need. Sometimes you might need a table in your, to help you get through something you're going through in your relationship, or maybe you need a support system for your business, or maybe you need support system for your health, whatever that looks like. But what I find is, especially in the entrepreneurial space, when you are building something and you have gotten yourself to a level where a lot of people look at you as if you have already accomplished so much and they look to you for inspiration you as a leader can often find yourself kind of what you just described feeling like you're not getting the support I actually had this conversation with someone the other day brilliant 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 girl and you see her doing her thing she jet setting and she's doing this thing and that thing and it looks so amazing and she said Kenya nobody thinks about me when they're doing things nobody reaches out to me to invite me to things like nobody does it Mm -hmm. and I thought but you're so amazing she was like nobody reaches out to me and I thought it's lonely a lot of times to be in that position of leadership and and find or have your table because people are looking at you like you already arrived well she's too big she don't need me or she doesn't need a, a, a hello how you doing like do you find that in your journey as well like that challenging I absolutely do because uh I don't get invited either by the way 
I don't know if I would go, but I don't get invited <laughs> to places. And I think people look at me too, like she's got so much happening. She's been on national TV. She's got this these organizations that she's running and uh, everything looks so great. But, you know, that's the thing. Who are you expecting that support from? You can never, ever, ever su- expect support from someone who's not at your level. Hmm. You can't because you're already on a pedestal to them. It is the reason why it is very important to have people in your circle, at your table, that is either at your level or above your level because they're still fighting. When people are standing down below the stage and they're looking at you up there, handling your business, doing what you gotta do, saying what you gotta say, they see you as where they wanna be. So when you step down off the stage into their level, what you have to be is the person who's giving to them. You can't be the one to accept them to give anything, to expect them to give anything to you. You you see what that picture looks like? You're on the pedestal and it's good to come down into the uh, working area and actually talk to the people, but they don't want to hear child last night. I couldn't get that baby to go to sleep. I don't know what's wrong with it. What you think could be? They don't want that. Wait a minute. You're the person they get all of their information from because you got it all. And you're not going to be able to change their opinion of you until they get to your level. Right. So you got to be cautious on that. You don't need a lot of people sitting at your table. You just need a good strong three. A strong three so that when you need to talk, when you need to be invited to places, they know you are still struggling and climbing, the invitations will come. But don't expect your followers to invite you to anything unless, of course, they're asking you to come speak for free. Think about it now. You're at this level. There ain't a lot of people at that level, but they're still your people. And you Mm. still have to be to your followers, who they believe you are. As long as you've been authentic with that, you still have to be that with them until they get to your level. That's so good. And that's a good perspective shift, even, you know, for me, because I know I've had times when I've had people in my life and I've had like, you know, a day where I'm not on my Oprah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not not on my Shonda Rhimes. I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm just a girl having a bad day or I'm just a girl who just, you know, my, my, my little mental demons are kind of eating at me and I'm talking through it. And I, I've had moments where, you know, I would have a moment and I would be on with someone who now, now that you're saying this, I can understand now who may have seen me in a certain light. And she would say, uh, she would, she would just be like, you know, Oh, Kenya. Oh, you know, like just <laughs> like know. she doesn't know what to say. She's yeah. taking off guard. It's like, oh my God, now who do I go to when I got a problem? She right. got a problem. Yeah. And she actually, I remember this person actually said that she was like, I mean, now you can't fall apart. If you fall apart, what am I going to do? And I, I know. Like, See, <laughs> and you won't be able to, you have to accept the fact that you won't be able to change that. Those are the people that you're helping. Yeah. And all of a sudden you can't be helpless. And fall down there on the floor and expect them to know what to do. They're going to be standing there going, what? Somebody's going to be videoing it. Somebody's going to be texting somebody. Girl, she on the floor. I don't know what to do. You can't change that. That is your audience. That is your audience. But you yeah. got to re- just ask yourself, 
who are these people that are not inviting me? Who are they? What level are they on? And then you need to, I don't know, throw some cold water in your face and wake up, sister. You are an influencer. That's who you are. So when you need to be influenced, you got to go to somebody above you for that. You can't Ooh. step down. And you never will be able to step down. That's mm. life. Mm. That's where we get stuck. You know, that's where we get stuck because we're looking in the wrong places for our support. You can't go there. That's like asking the mom walking up to the three-month-old baby saying, girl, I cut my finger. I'm not sure what to do. It's bleeding. You think I need to go to the doctor? <laughs> the baby like, what? <laughs> get it straight in your head where your support is supposed to be. I mean, really, you wouldn't go to the mailman for a medical issue. That's right. Get it straight in your head. Well, I love it. So speaking of that, let's let's kind of talk through um, our individual strategies um, and and things that we look for in building our table. So like, what do you characteristically, what are you looking for when you're building your support system? And what specific strategies do you use to find them or to identify them? Well, one of the things I do is a personal inventory where I ask myself, where are you weak, where you want to be strong? And I write that down, all of those areas where I'm weak and I want to be strong. And then I determine whether or not that strength in that area is a pivotal priority for the success of my business. And most of the time I will say, yes, it is. And then I search for groups and I, I, you know, because you can go inside of a group and listen to the way they talk, read what they say they're about, and then read some of their posts and see if somewhere in that group, there's a leader. Usually the admins are the leaders of the groups, but you may find some that have become members. So I check with the Facebook groups and I, I check with networking uh, organizations and I look for what I'm weak in so that I can learn from the strong, learn from the person who has the strength that I need. And that's what I do. Sometimes I will ask the person to take a disc assessment, which determines your drive, your vision, your mission and your strength areas. And I'm going to tell you, that sounds really crazy that they got to take a test in order for me to be around them. I want to know who you are in the real. I know who you project yourself to be on social media, but I want to know who you are in the real. And sometimes those personality tests will give you some abundant information about the individual that normally you wouldn't see posted on Facebook. And it would be nice if they were in the same uh, business area that I'm in, but you know, business is business. I don't care if you're selling shoes or you're selling dresses, it's still business. And so you want people who have succeeded where you want to be. I mean, further out there. Don't just, you know, next level. No, I'm looking at the sky. Mm. Who's out there in the sky that want to share some stuff with me? Those are the people I want at my table. I'm always looking for a way to strengthen wherever I'm weak especially if that strength is required to make my business a more successful business. Mm, that's so good. I, I like that um, personal assessment. I, I love all of that. And that's helping me because 
I, what I've realized in my own journey um, in this new rev, this recent revelation is that I haven't really been proactive about managing my top five or managing my table. It's just kind of happened organically as I've moved in the pursuit of my goals. You meet people and you just assume like, oh, like we're aligned. Um, yeah. And then you I, you start to find out that no, you got You need to be a little bit more intentional. So I, I like those strategies that you share because I think I'm going to add that to my toolbox as I develop this process of you know building my circle and building my table of of people to help me elevate to the next level as I help other people elevate to their next level. Um, I think for me, because I'm new to this. Um, I, I have asked myself, okay, where, where are you weak and what do you need help with? Um, and I think what my, my latest strategy has been similar to yours. Um, number one, to look for organizations where there are women an abundance of women who are moving at a different level of success that, that I have yet to attain. Yeah. Um, and then, so that's number one, joining them. Number two is looking within my world for women that have already reached levels of success that I've just somehow overlooked. Um, what I've realized is I have an abundance of folks in my life that I just don't spend enough time with that, that have had success in different areas where I'm wanting it. Um, you, for example, you, you have a, a plethora of experience in parenting, um, in business and things like that. And I'm like, oh, we need to, uh, we can, we spend a lot more time together. Um, but you know, life. And so I'm like, okay. So I, I, I made a list of the women who I need to spend more time with. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, and so the third thing after kind of doing that inventory, my third thing is to actually make my calendar fit so that I can connect with these people on a consistent basis or whatever basis, you know, works for them and, and me. So with the, in terms of the networking thing, and I think this is really important because we can like stay all day, like, oh, you know, I'm going to, you know, reach out to people and join this networking organization, but then we don't prioritize actually engaging in the organization or prioritize actually meeting with the people that we know in our lives um, we don't actually reach out to them and say, Hey, can you mentor me around this? And like, can we meet, you know, ever so often with, on whatever schedule works for you to kind of work through some things or whatever. Um, so that's my next thing is to prioritize connecting with women, um, and meeting with women that I know I need support from, and I can learn from. Mm-hmm. And so you can make that a non-negotiable. Yes. If you make it a non-negotiable, you will definitely follow through. It is as important as the other non-negotiables on your calendar. And I find that if I don't put it on my calendar, I'm not going to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If if it's not, it don't get scheduled, it don't get done. 
Right. Right. <laughs> and so I think I think those are some important tips. So for you all listening, um, I, I want to challenge you to think about what does your top five or like Beverly says, your strong three look mm-hmm. look like? right now and be really honest with yourself and this is not about disparaging the people in your world because you know everybody is on their own path it's just about being really honest with am I being drained from the people that I spend the most time with is it reciprocal where we're kind of balancing each other out yeah and or is it helping you stretch for that next level that you ultimately want? Is it causing you to feel a little bit uncomfortable, causing you to read more, causing you to listen more, causing you to study more, causing you to be more than you are? And so you have to, you know, kind of do that inventory. And then like Bev said, you know, just follow Bev's instructions. I'm sure maybe we can put it somewhere where people can um, access that. Mm-hmm. Um, but follow, follow Bev's um, journey of, do an inventory on your weaknesses and your strengths and what do you need to be more healthy to be more um, mindful to be a you know a parent uh I won't say a better parent because you know whatever <laughs> you know, sometimes we think we're not good but we're, we're good mm-hmm. but you know to 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 improve your parenting skills to improve your finances to grow your business whatever that is um just do an inventory and you know let us know like comment in the comment section wherever you're listening to this podcast and let us know uh, about you know your top five what you plan to do what you want to do and you know creating your support system for helping you achieve your goals anything else you want to add before we leave there no when you do your personal assessment you should probably put that on your calendar under non-negotiables to do every quarter because we have as we learn we we grow and we change and so what you need in the fourth quarter might not be exactly all you need in the first quarter or maybe you've noticed something else and you need to add to that so this personal assessment should be done quarterly as you grow because it's the only way you're going to be able to evaluate yourself as to what level you're on and how your strengths are being built and your weaknesses are being reduced. So make sure that this is something that you do on a regular basis. You got to know you. It's the first person that you got to know before you can build a foundation for a successful business. Absolutely. And with that said, if you like what you heard, feedback is the breakfast of champions. I think that came from another goal guy. We got to get some goal girls. <laughs> um, but <laughs> drop us a note or leave us a voice message on our anchor page to let us know how this show has impacted you. Be sure to visit goldgirlunlimited.com to access more resources and information about the Gold Girl community and to subscribe to the podcast. Of course, you can subscribe to the podcast anywhere where you listen to podcasts. And, you know, follow us and connect with us on Gold Girl Unlimited on your social media platforms. And until next time, be who you need to be and do what is necessary to have all the good that you desire and deserve.